0: here in a minute as it relates to what Becca was saying a minute ago. Uh, there's a theme here this morning. Um, I didn't plan on talking about this morning, but I have to because this is something the Lord is really saying right now in this moment. Um, how, how many, maybe a couple weeks ago, remember I was talking about being present? Do you all remember that? The Lord's been talking to me about learning to be. Uh, one of those ways that he's teaching me how to learn how to be is to be Present. Somebody say, Be present. Jesus taught about this in Matthew 6 when he taught about the kingdom of God. On both sides of that charge to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, he taught on both sides of that exhortation, he said, Do not worry. Let I me mean, remember that. it's Before he taught about seek first the kingdom, and then after he said, Don't worry. So, twice. And most importantly, around the idea of seeking the kingdom, the principle to seeking the kingdom of God is do not worry. Because what worry does, Daniel, is it takes us out of the present moment. Right? Right? It fills your present. It fills your present joy. It fills your present peace. It fills your present peace of mind. Right? I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've laid awake and I've created a whole world of thought that never, is probably ever going to exist. Right? I mean many's ever been there? You've created scenarios in your mind that are impossibilities, to say the least. But our mind's such a powerful thing that if we don't bring it under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, He is, you know, His name uh, Jehovah Shammah actually means the Lord who is present. The Lord who is, as he is, so are we in this world. That's why Jesus, when he came and he said, I am the bread of life, I am the resurrection, I am the light of the world, he wasn't future casting on something he would be later on down the road. He was saying, I am right now to you who you need me to be. He said it seven times. He said seven islands, seven speaks of the fullness of something, perfection of something. Jesus was perfectly, fully present to the human heart, to us, to those he ministered to. Jesus never future-casted. He never stepped into a relationship and interface with people and interacted with people. He never tried to do something he wasn't already himself. Look at that! He never tried to do something for someone else that he wasn't already himself. He never tried to bring someone into wholeness without himself being whole. Right? How many, think, how many know that Jesus is the most whole individual we know? Christ is the most whole person we know. That's why Paul can say things like, "You are already complete and perfect in Him." Well, I don't feel perfect. I don't feel whole, I don't feel complete, I've got this messed up, I've got that messed up, I've got this messed up, and we can all count the different thoughts in our life that compete against the revelation that you are already whole. The problem isn't that you're not whole, the problem is is we don't believe we're whole. I thought I'd hear some good amens that one. The problem isn't that we're not whole, the problem is we don't believe that we're whole. And we need to see if he is, so are we in this world. He knows he's whole. He knows his body is whole. He knows his spirit is whole. He knows the family, the Trinity, what we call the Trinity is whole. And we were birthed out of that wholeness. We were not birthed from Adam. We were birthed from Abba. It means that your ontology, the truest thing of who you are, the truest thing that can be said about you is that you are whole. Uh, 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 a right now. I'm so um, last night we had a great meeting. It was all the musicians, singers, cheerleaders, uh, sound media people. And um, we were singing um, on my back patio, probably 30 minutes or something. I don't mean. know. We were singing, All I belong to you. Right? We love that song. Abba, me. I belong to you. As we were singing that, we'd sing it several times, because that's what we do like, high to people. Right now, because we sing things over and over and over and
1: over and over and over and over and
0: over. I think people come to me before, like, after a prayer set, and be like, why do you all sing the same thing over and over and over and over?
1: Like, you know, go to the verse.
0: Go to the chorus. Bridge. Make this thing like three and a half minutes and go to the next song, right? That's what we do in church, right? We're like, give me two songs quick, three songs slow, and then we'll sit down and say, but sermon, let's go home and God. I'll see you next week. We're not like that. We like to wait on the Lord. And we like to find the sweet spot of what God is saying. So when we're singing a song and we feel like God's breathing on that, we're like, let's sing that again. Because he's not done saying what he's saying to that song, right? Because many times the revelation that he wants to release to you is actually released through you. That's the power of song, is that when you sing something, what he's wanting to do is not just have you sing a song. He wants that song to come back and hit you in the face. That's why when we sing, how he loves us, oh, how he loves us, it's not just a beautiful song, but like, oh, they sing a song on Sunday morning, that's great, go home, do your thing. No, he wants what we're singing to actually be something we actually believe. And I wonder how many people are singing that song across America, across the world, who are singing How He Loves Us who don't really believe it. Right? I know I've done it before. How ever sung a song before, you, uh, a gospel song or a worship song, and you sing it, you're like, I don't really believe this, but I'm going to sing it anyway? That's good. That's okay do that. Do you know? maybe preach faith until you believe it. But there's another dimension to where we actually begin to believe something that we, we're actually singing. We, we believe the message that we're singing. Tom Petty said this way: He said, there's nothing more powerful than a, uh, a singer who sings what he believes. Yeah, I just, I just called it Tom Petty. Because he understood the principle that when you believe something and you took that song or that belief to a melody, there's something powerful that happens in the human heart. And, and I think what he's wanting to do and what he was doing last night, we were singing this song, Abba Adalon to you. We then begin to sing it this way. Abba we belong to you. We went from saying a singular to a plural. I belong to you to all we belong to you. I'm not sure if we sing it as a Greek, but I, I know I at least heard someone sing it or say it. Did you hear it back Maybe, Maybe we did, yes. So, I heard that. I heard that in my spirit. And here's what the Lord said, and I shared this last night with our, 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 our team. I said, I believe we're at a point in history to where the Lord wants to do something in all of us, not just one of us. And this is how I heard it. He said, Robbie, I'm getting ready to release something that that when it's done in one, it's going to be done to all. He said, I'm getting ready to release things that when it's said to one person, it's going to be like it's said to everybody. Now think about that for a second. Now Paul said things like this. Ephesians 3, he said, he prayed, he said, that we, with all the saints, all the saints, somebody say all the saints, may be able to comprehend the width, the length, the height, the depth of your love. He didn't say, I pray that I, would comprehend the dimensions of God's love. Well, he said that all the things And last night the Lord said that I'm going to begin to do things that when one person gets it, it's going to be like all the people get it. And he made it really specific for this house of prayer. He said, what I'm going to do in one, I'm going to do in all if I were to say that one of the things, at least a negative thing in no my that has happened during COVID has been one word. Separation. you not it this way. Decision. has been one thing the enemy has leveraged for his kingdom, his darkness, is Division. If you don't believe me, get on Facebook. <laughs> get on social media. It's all over. If you don't believe it, look at the way we talk about one another. Watch the news. I'm not here step on your social media or your news. Or maybe I am. But uh, furthermore, I'm to say that if there's been anything the Lord wants to do in the midst of all this is bring unity. And I don't think unity is just Okay, back here quoted that scripture a minute ago. two. It's just said they were all together in one place. How many of have ever read that before? It's a very popular right? Yeah, what can happen at least in the human carnal minds, we think okay, everybody's in one building. We know that not to be true, right? Because there can be, what is it, maybe 80 people or 60 people, whatever, here today. There can be 60 people in one building in the, con- in, in the context of four walls, yet we can have a thousand agendas. What the Scriptures are saying is that they were actually in one mind. They were in one place. place speaks of the state of mind, not a geographical spot on the map. We can all be here together, yet have a thousand agendas. Right? And the miracle of the book of Acts, I believe, was that they were able to do things together with one mind. I don't think the miracle, I don't think the miracle, the the height of miracles or the highest miracle in the book of Acts was that they cast out the devil's the sick, cleansed the leper, and raised the dead. Those are beautiful things and I love those things. I have nothing, I don't want to downplay those things at all. I don't want to negate what happened in the book of Acts. I mean, they did things I haven't yet to see. I'm jealous. have ever read the book of Acts and you're like, I'm jealous to see these things in my life, right? However, I think the miracle of the book of Acts is that they were actually able to walk in one mind and one accord. In other words, they were able to flesh out what was already a truth in the Father, Son, and Spirit. They were, actually, they were actually able to demonstrate what was actually true between the Father, Son, and Spirit and their union that they share with us. See, unity is not something we create. Unity is something that we come into agreement with. That's why it's important that we have a revelation of Trinity. Because in the late revelation Trinity is union and oneness and wholeness and completeness and perfection. Furthermore, you're brought out of that. You were both out of their union. So unity isn't about us getting a bunch of people in a building. We know that not to be true. Unity is when we actually wake up to the reality that we're actually one with Him. Jesus said it this way, Father, I pray that they be one as you and I I are one. Do you all think that Jesus is still praying that or do you think Jesus actually completed that? Was John 17 before the cross or after the cross? And he paid for what he prayed for. So if he prayed for oneness, he paid for oneness. That is the cross the cross was the way into the darkness of humanity's mindset and thought, alienation of who they thought God was. Jesus goes into that darkness to the deepest depth. That's why He was crucified on the, on Mount on, on, on Golgotha, the place of the skull. Many theologians will say that when David killed Goliath and cut off his head. That is the place where He buried His soul. Jesus submitted Himself to the darkness, to the rage, not of God, but of man. Let me say that so clearly. Jesus submitted Himself not to the rage and the madness of a a bipolar father. Come on, somebody. We have seen Him stricken of God. We thought he was stricken by God. He was not stricken by God. He was stricken by man. It's hard for me to get down with the gospel that says a father killed his son in order to please himself. I have a really hard time with that gospel. What if I told you that what if I came to you and said I'm going to kill Luke so I can satisfy some of my life? How absurd is that? I ain't going to be no friends with somebody who's going to kill their son. Much less trust them with my whole life. We say, come trust God to kill their son. Oh, you know, come tr- trust. I ain't trusting that one. What I will trust is someone who, who is adopt a God-based love, who of other-centered self-giving, who will lay down his life and submit to the rage of mankind's darkness and the hatred towards anything good, he will say, come and kill me, I will show you the way of the God, of divine love. And what I'll do in the process is I'll get into that darkness, and I'll go to all the places that you think I'm not, and that way when you find yourself at the the deepest depth of your darkness, whatever that may be, you'll find that I'm right there in that darkness. You know what he said to me this week? Been on this whole thing, learning to be, knowing God and being known by God, right? And in the process of being known by God, I said this: I said, "Lord, I'll let you into those places in my heart." You've probably prayed it before, right? You said, "Maybe there's places in my heart, dark places in my heart, but I'm going to open up the door and let you in." And I'm praying over this week, David, and I said that to him. I said, Lord, I'm going to let you into those dark places of my heart. And what he said next, I want my heart. You know what he said? One time, when he says that to us, this is why the Bible calls the Lord of everything. Calls the Lord of everything we see, everything we don't, every principality, everything. Jesus the Lord. Those places that you think you have to let Him into, maybe He's already there, and we just need the awareness that He's already in that place that we think we have to bring Him into. Do you know what that did to me? That, that did open up a new dimension of surrender to me. If you're already there, now my prayer goes from God be with me in those places to God thank you that you're in those places and I'm waking up to the light of who you are in those dark places. And
1: that, that
0: is what we call an awakening. The awakening is not something we believe, then it becomes true. Something is that we believe that is true, then we really begin to wake up to that is already important. I said that that way. There's a lot of words. He said, here's what I want to do, to. What I'm doing in one person, I want to do in all. He said they were all together in one place, places to the state of mind. And he's wanting to to do things in us, in us. Somebody say us. Us. The family of God. I'm going to read you a few scriptures. This is an old teaching I have. The Lord, uh, I told David this morning, David's on uh, media, and they give David a big hand right back here. David is, is a professional at what you call active listening. And David is so good at listening and following. David did an amazing job. And so David this morning, I said, David, I usually put my scriptures in planning center. I said, well, you know, he'll kind of get, you know, the map of where I'm going. And I had no idea this morning. I knew this week. I want to say he wasn't making it clear. I wasn't clear on where I would go today. And usually that means that he's going to mix it up and he's going to, like, meet me on the spot. He's usually what, Johnny on the spot is what happens a lot of times. So what I'm what I'm trying to do in this season that we're in right now is I'm trying to learn to just be ready at all times. Right? Paul said, be ready in season, out of season, right? So I'm, I'm trying to just be ready in every season. And that means for me on Sunday morning, sometimes I don't know what the heck I'm going to say when I walk in here. And I'm glad I didn't this morning because the Lord interrupted me during worship and even before when You begin to say this morning in the green room and here, I, I knew that I had to share some of these scriptures and I knew I had to say this. And then here in a minute, we're going to pray and we're going to bring this thing too. Amen. Make this way, cross the cross. I feel like the Lord wants to baptize us in love this morning. Let me read just a few scriptures to you to show you the point of God not just wanting to do things, uh, do, do something to one of us, but to all of us. Let me show you some scriptures. Psalm 95, 1 through 2. If we can put that up, David. I want us to notice, here's what I want us to look at. I want us to pay attention to how many times the Bible says, let us. Not let me, not let I, let us. Okay, What's this. Oh, come, let us. For joy to the Lord, let us. We're gonna, here, here's our exercise today. When I say let, and then it says us, you gotta say it, okay? Uh, like a little cheer section. Let's start again. First one. Oh, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Verse two. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us out joyfully to him a song, verse 6, David, let's go, let's go to verse 6, come, let worship and bow down, let kneel before the Lord, our uh, maker, verse 7, for he is our God, and we, we, somebody say we, let us, we, us, right, are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand, today, if you would hear his voice, let's go into Hebrews chapter 10, David, go to the NASB, let's play with the NASB today. I know some of y'all are like, he's not in the Passion Translation. Somebody check his temperature. He must be sick this morning. I love the language of NASB. Look at this. Uh, Let's go to verse 22, David. let draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having hour. Huh? our, Not just my heart, right? Our. This is a collective thing. Our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, in our bodies washed with pure water. Uh, let's go to verse 23. Let, come on now, you said that. Let hold fast the confession of our hope with it, without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Verse 24. Let consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. Verse 25. Not forsaking our own assembling together as in the habit of some, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Hebrews 13, David. Hebrews 13, verse 15. For him, then, let continually offer up the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. Hebrews chapter 12 in the ESV, David. You don't have to follow. on am going read this. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. for our God, our God is a consuming fire. Psalm 122. I love this one. got to this one, David. Psalm 122 in the ESV. You guys will like this verse probably said it a lot of times. If you've been in church, you've heard it. I was glad when they said to me, let go to the house of the Lord. I used to think that was just David, like talking good stuff. You know? I was glad when they said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And like, one day I'm reading that. This happens a lot. You read a verse over and over and you're like, you never see it. And then one day, finally, the, the, the spirit of stupid talk after you. <laughs> and you said, I was glad when they said to me, when they said to me, let us. I can read you verses after verses after, verses after verses after verses after verses after verses after verses after verses that speak of the collective unity of the body. In fact, when you read the gospel, I want you to pay attention to how many times the word world is mentioned. For God so loved uh, that word word What's the point, Robbie? The point is, it wants to move beyond doing something you just wanted us towards doing something in all of us. Like us. And when, when Becca was praying this morning, uh, she was praying for a baptism of love. I just felt the Lord's heart to want to do that in all of us. Bad time. So, um, Alex, if you want to go get the children, they want to feel a side of things for Ms. Becca. <laughs> I love these guys. I many love this worship to you, man? They did an awesome job. Becca, if you'd be ready, I want you to grab the handheld um, prayer leaders as well. Be ready. Uh, I want us to go into a time of praying, singing, declaring. Let's go back into what we've seen I do that anyway. okay. <laughs> Let's sing. Let's stand together. Here's what I want us to do. I want us to. Um, we're all kind of scattered out, and I don't want to embarrass anyone. So please excuse me if this does. But I want you to get. If you're not with someone, uh, I would love to have all of us linked together, like arms on shoulders. Some of you men don't want to hold hands, and I get it. That's fine. Put your, put your arm on someone's shoulder. Let's kind of connect all the 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 uh, the, the the breaks, here. So. And you guys can kind of join over here. Let's all come together. Let's do a circle. Just go ahead, guys. Let's just form a circle. Much better. Much better. We can all link hands. Ian, if you'll come in, from here. You he guys step back there. Let's all let's just make a circle. is you'll be ready as well. If you have something to pray. You have something to pray. Be ready. Prayer leaders, if you ask something, I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask Rebecca to come behind me and pray as well. I want us to begin, we're not going to ask right now, we're going to begin to declare. Okay, we're not going to ask right now, we're going to declare. Jesus said, I pray that they be one as you, you and I are one, right? Here's what we're going to begin to declare. We're going to declare, Lord, we thank you that we are one. Okay. That's, that's what we're praying. You can say it your own way. You can add words to that. But that's the heart of what we're praying of what we're saying right now in the is, Lord, I thank you that we are one. And then, Becca, if you come out and begin to whatever's on your heart, I'd love for praying for the baptism of blood. But I feel like we're going to do this collectively this morning. It's not just going to be done to one or two or three of us. I believe it's going to be everybody experiencing this. If we can somehow, uh, if we can connect this right here, if that's possible, Get some more bodies. And after I declare, once the team just begin to declare, come on, here we
1: go. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you that what you prayed for, you paid for. Be unbroken. As the man says, that circle that is unbroken. And Father, we thank you right now that if we are one. As you and the Father are one. And I pray today for a basket of love. Not just one or two of us, I pray for all of us. With all the saints, that we would be able to comprehend, grasp, Harder. The love of God is in pride. No separation. We can play no separation. No separation. We are going to now. No separation. division the world. No, we do not agree with division. We agree with union. We agree with unity.